This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey there. We at Blue Wire just wanted to take a second to thank you for listening to this podcast. We know everything outside is pretty scary and uncertain, but we're committed to helping you get through your day by talking about the sports and teams that you love most. If you're looking for more great podcasts to distract you, check out bluewirepods.com. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the podcast and stay safe. Blue Wire. In the shotgun, Carr's going to throw, pumps, looks end zone, throws for the end zone, wide open! James Young! I only play the slots because you know what they say scared money don't make money and I got scared money Rodgers to the end zone caught for the touchdown James Jones John Gruden has not coached since 2008 so what makes you believe that he is the guy to take this franchise to the next level you know and it's just Cali swag What's good, Raider Nation? This is Keeping It 300, Raiders' first-round draft recap edition, brought to you by Blue Wire and our friends at betonline.ag. I'm Fallon Smith with my guy, James Jones. And I know James has love for Raider Nation, but I think he's a little upset right now because his Packers took <laughs> took a quarterback. Hmm. <laughs> so so are, are you uh, recovering from this first round? I'm, uh, I'm trying to recover, man. It's just hard for me to believe because you know I'm going to be a GM one day, and it's hard for me to believe that I would have taken a quarterback <laughs> when my team is extremely close to winning a championship if I add a couple more pieces around Aaron Rodgers. And to draft a quarterback that's not going to play for three or four years, I just don't understand that right now. It's going to be more quarterbacks to come out that's going to be able to be behind somebody and sit behind somebody and get better. But at the end of the day, if this dude comes out in four years and ends up looking like Patrick Mahomes, then you can rewind this and I apologize to everybody. <laughs> well, this is kind of like what happened when they drafted him and Brett Favre was the quarterback. So let's see if history repeats itself. We'll see. Yeah, but when they drafted him, though, the Packers was not this close neither, though. Okay. The Packers were stinky, poo-poo, caca when <laughs> they drafted Rodgers. All right. Well, this is not a Packers podcast. Um, you coming up here a little salty, but it's okay. Let's see how you feel about these Raiders picks. Maybe you're still salty, but let's get right into it, right into the Raiders. Uh, the Raiders have filled their top two pressing needs at wide receiver and corner. Uh, we're going to start with their first pick of the first round, which was at number 12. Um, and then when the Raiders were on the clock at 12... All three of the top wide receivers were still on the board. Mm-hmm. And they went with speed. Henry Ruggs III. A total Al Davis pick. Um, I know John Gruden was high on Ruggs. I think Mike Mayock favored Jerry Judy a little more. And I have mixed feelings about this, JJ. We both really wanted C.D. Lamb. Mm-hmm. They had a chance to get Lamb. Cowboys mm-hmm. win, got him at 17. 
they had a chance to also get who I believed was the safest pick in Jerry Judy. Mm-hmm. But the Broncos ended up getting him later at 15 because instead they went with Judy's former teammate, Henry Rooks. I get it. Raiders trying to match speed for speed. We got to go up against Kansas City. They have speed at wide receiver, as we know, um, especially with Tyree Kill. Ruggs better be the next Tyreek Hill, mm-hmm. minus the off-the-field issues, of course. Um, I will say this, so you know, he does have good hands, James. He's a freak of an athlete. As we all know, he ran a 4-2-7-40 at the Combine. If you saw his old basketball tape, your mind would probably be blown. His athleticism is insane, which gets me excited. His big play potential makes me excited. He's going to open things up for Josh Jacobs and the running game. Also, bottom line is John Gruden and Mike Mayock know this team. They know what they need to take this team to the next level, and they want to win. And they believe Henry Ruggs is the best receiver to fit their scheme. So I'm going to trust them with this pick, (laughs) and I hope that they are right. (laughs) What say you, JJ? Well, I mean, when I to be honest with you, as I got time to sit over here and just think about it and think about, you know, the things that the Raiders are trying to get done. When it first happened, you know me, I was I'm a big C D Lamb fan. So I'm like, oh my goodness, <laughs> C D Lamb is a Raider. This is this is unbelievable. And all three of them are still there, man. The, the Raiders gonna be able to get another one at 19, just like I said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so the, you know, my hopes was up. And when they took Henry Ruggs, I was like, what in the world are they doing? Like you can't live, leave C D Lamb on the table right now that he's a game changer. But then I sat back and I said, Hold up a minute. You get a dude that can run four two that can blow the top off it. Yep. There's not a there's not a highlight out there that we've seen Tyreek Hill in man to man coverage because it's always a safety over the top. Right? We have yep. a we have a big time O line with two very good running backs. So you're gonna have to have help over the top of Henry Ruggs at all times. And if you don't, that's where the ball needs to be going. So he's gonna open stuff up for Josh Jacobs. Yep. And Jalen Rashard for right off right off the top. They're gonna have to put somebody over the top. So I was like, okay, and then you got more speed on the other side in Tyrell Williams. You got a nice slot receiver in Hunter Renfro. You got a very good tight end that can run full for as well in, in in uh in Waller. So I'm like, you know what? If it's any receiver, like you said, Fallon, that fits the scheme and the system and what the Raiders are trying to do. It's Henry Rugg. So, and I believe that's why they took him because he fits the system. Yeah. yeah. Now, if you had, you know, if you had no Tyrell Williams or nothing like that over there on the other side, then yeah, you probably get a CD Lamb. But you have a guy that's a big body that could run routes and do things like that. And you could get speed, more speed on the other side of him. So I think Henry Ruggs best fit their system. And when you look at it, it I mean, it, it's probably it's probably right. So I'm excited to see how he's going to open things up for them and Derek Carr and that offense. But at first I was scratching my head, but then as I sat back, I said, you know what, that's that's probably the right pick. Well, we had the same reaction because we were like, what are they doing yeah. via text? Yeah. And then again, I just looked back at um, a lot of 
things that the analysts were saying. Um, and then I just was like, you know what? Maybe this actually is a good pick because the upside, there's there's just so much potential there. I think I just looked at it as a higher risk that you're taking because you're hoping that he can fulfill and do what you say that he can do. Um, but then I also was just like doing some research and some reading. And um, according to Pro Football Focus, Ruggs dropped just one pass last season mm-hmm. at Alabama. And he averaged 10 yards after the catch per reception. Yeah. Here's the thing. A lot of people were like, oh, Oh, he's going to be a deep threat. Well, guess what? He didn't catch many deep balls yeah. at Alabama. But guess what? He was also on a team with guys like Jerry Judy, Devontae Smith, and Jalen Waddle. Yeah. Even if he doesn't catch, you know, the deep ball, and everyone, you know, they want to say how they hate the Raiders, quote-unquote, dink and dunk offense. Yeah. Well, if Ruggs turns a five-yard catch into 50, I think that they're going to be okay with that, JJ. <laughs> Absolutely, man. That's like, I'm, I mean, you know, I'm always on here battling for the wide receivers. We are the ones why quarterbacks win MVPs because of the yak. You yeah. go from 2,000 yard passing to 5,000 yards passing because of the yak that we get after the catch. So, I know DC and Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre don't mind throwing that five-yard pass if you're going to get 20 and 30 (laughs) every now and then. So, you know, I like what they did. And to be honest with you, I actually, when they made the pick, I went back and watched Henry Ruggs Mm -hmm. because I'm like, man, they got to show me something why they took him over CD. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or, or Judy and I and I went back and watched him and he really does have everything that you want on a tape yeah you know what I'm saying like in my humble opinion he's not a Tyreek Hill I, th- I, I think he's more of a Deshaun Jackson which is fine which is, which is still <laughs> which is still very good but as I was breaking him down I'm like man this is D-Jack all the way okay. he'll run a slant he'll catch a slant he'll go 50 obviously he'll catch the deep ball but obviously you're always going to have to have somebody over the top of him because you're not going to man to man D-Jack because he's going blow the top off it and you're not going to be able to run with him. But as I seen him and they were throwing the quick screens to him and his yards after catching him, catching the slants and going. But the best thing I seen about him, which really made me think he was DJ is the release at the line of scrimmage. He's very patient at the line of scrimmage. He understands how to run routes, how to get off the line of scrimmage. And for a fast guy, Mm -hmm. that's huge because a lot of fast guys, especially a lot of the ones I play would just like to think they're fast and just take off at the line of scrimmage. No, you still got to work about the line of scrimmage and your separation is just going to be that much more, you know? And I was watching him and I'm like, dang, he really working these dudes at the line of scrimmage. Like he understands how to run routes and get off the press coverage. And that's going to be huge. And I was like, okay, he reminds me of a D-Jack. And me knowing how D-Jack is in the National Football League and what he accomplished, I would have took D-Jack in the first round. So... You know, and in my humble opinion, he's better than the guy that came out my year in Ted Ginn and Ted Ginn with nine. So I can't I can't blame the Raiders for taking. And here's the thing. There's always a risk, though, right, James, taking a wide receiver in the first round, because the past has shown there are so many second and third rounders who outperform first round wide receivers. And shoot, you're one of them, JJ. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. And it happens like that, man. I mean, you all, we always think we're going to get a Julio Jones or an Amari Cooper or, you know, just one of those big time guys that could go out there and come in there and be a number one dude. But then at the end of the day too, you do get a lot of Devontae Adams, Jordy Nelson's, Michael Thomas, uh, the Tyreek Hills, that you get a lot of those those studs in the second and third round, man. I mean, it's it's just the name of the game. But it's it's the skill position. I'm, I tell people all the time, 
I went to San Jose State. Yep. If we would have played Alabama in a seven-on-seven tournament, we probably would have beat them. Skill position, <laughs> skill position on skill position. To be honest with yeah. you, around around the world at all these colleges, it's kind of the same. They're similar. You're going to find big, strong, fast dudes at San Jose State. You're going to find them at Alabama. The difference is in the trenches. Yes. Alabama. Big boys, big dogs. They could, they could block our little dudes at San Jose yeah. State, have five to eight seconds to throw yeah. the ball. We got two seconds to throw the ball trying to block them <laughs> boys up there. <laughs> so ooh, I don't care what type of wide receiver you are, you're not getting open yeah. in two seconds. Yeah, so, no doubt. you know, you're always going to be able to find skill positions down there. But just watching Henry Ruggs, man, I, I feel like he could be special. And DC could throw the deep ball as well as anybody. So, I think this is what they've been looking for mm-hmm. to open that offense up. And like I say, it, it's kind of – I want I want to say it's easier to find you a route runner and a guy like that in the draft than it is to find a guy that has all this explosiveness that Henry Ruggs has. See, I like how you changed your tune because you were like, I'm going to throw the TV yeah. if CD Lamb's available. And- I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell Raider Nation right now I was angry. When they took Henry Ruggs, I'm like, what in the world is they doing? CD is right there. So I said, man, I got to go back and watch tape because I don't know what they do. Well, and he wasn't even the top wide receiver at Alabama. Yeah. Jerry Judy was. So like, that's kind of why you're Absolutely. like, uh, I'm confused right now. <laughs> Yeah. But then I went and looked back and I watched tape and I'm like, if it's any of them out of these three that fit the Raiders scheme, it's him. It's him. Yeah. And uh, guess who's excited about it? Who that? His former teammate, Raiders running back, Josh Jacobs. He's Oh, yeah. They they were they, they <laughs> battling in the trenches together. See, Josh know, too. He was taken back to college. That's why. <laughs> it's actually funny. He, he tweeted him. He said, I told you, brother. So yeah. it's like, ooh, he knew something that we didn't know with that. Well, he knew that the Raiders obviously were high on him, high on the Bama res- receiver. So no, nah, he probably he probably knew all season the Raiders was talking about, man, if we just had a little bit more speed, speed on the oh, outside. Yeah. And he was like, Well, you gotta holler at my dude. Yeah, like, like, We're gonna get it in the draft. Don't worry yeah. about it. And, and the other good thing is, um, I heard, you know, a ton of his assistant coaches, uh, and coaches in general at Bama said that he's one of the hardest working players that they've ever coached. So what you want. Yeah, Gruden Grinder, right? Um, anyways, yeah. again, I'm, I'm really excited about this pick, uh, the potential, the upside. If he could be the dynamic playmaker that the Raiders think he will be, we will all be happy. So, Henry Ruggs, welcome to Raider Nation. We are excited to have you on the squad, even though for a second we were a little salty. Um, I know Derek Carr is pumped to have you as well, and the Raiders' offense just got better. All right, well, it's time to take a quick break. When we come back, we will discuss the Raiders' second first-round pick. They went with a corner, but maybe not the corner that you would have expected. Stay where you are. We'll be right back. Wire listeners, with currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think there is nothing to bet on, right? Well, guess what? You're wrong. Our exclusive partner, Bet Online, still has hundreds of events, games, and props to wager on. From their online casino to poker to blackjack, they're bringing Vegas to you. Are you missing the NFL? No problem. Bet Online has live daily Madden NFL 20 simulations you can bet on. You can still bet on Survivor also, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even Nathan's hot dog eating contest. It's all open 24 hours a day and all online. 
All you have to do is go to betonline.ag and use the promo code BLUEWIRE and join today to receive your welcome bonus. BetOnline, your online wagering solution. All right, we are back. So the Raiders had the 12th overall pick. They went with wide receiver Henry Ruggs. And then next up was pick number 19. Some thought that they would trade back. They did not. They went with their pick at 19 and selected Ohio State corner Damon Arnett. So this is a 6-foot, 195-pound corner who played opposite Jeff Okuda, who, as we all know, was hands down the best corner in this year's draft. Now, some would say he's a reach because he had second and third round grades from many NFL analysts, okay? And maybe that's the case. But the Raiders, and I was going to actually say this until I just saw a tweet from uh, one of the Raiders beat writers right now. I was going to say, well, the Raiders didn't have a second round pick and probably couldn't find a trade partner. Um, But that wasn't the case. Apparently, Mike Mayock, according to this tweet, said a ton of people called them, but... He decided to stay put because that was their guy. Arnett was their guy. So they feel a major need. So I'm not mad about that. Also to note, if you are playing opposite Jeff Akuda, guess what's going to happen? You're going to see a lot of action. And he saw a lot of action and he did well with all of that. In fact, James, check this out. According to Pro Football Focus, he had the lowest passer rating allowed in single coverage in this year's draft class. And he gave up just one touchdown pass, just one touchdown pass in each of his four seasons at Ohio State. So, you know what? I'm not an NFL evaluator. Mike Mayock is. And you could tell by the look on his face when they made the pick that he was pumped up to get Arnett. Yeah. And, and um, I mean, we can't worry about what everybody else got them projected because at the end of the day, they got a lot of first rounders projected that come out of there and they are absolute bust too as well. So when I watched him, I mean, he's extremely physical. You know what I mean? He one of those dudes that'll come up and hit you right in the mouth. You know what I mean? Press man to man. He all up in your face. He's a long dude. Um, And I I just liked I just liked his mentality when I was watching him. I said, man, this dude aggressive. He ain't worried about and scared to play man to man. He lock up on you, whether it's in the slot, whether it's on the outside, he'll lock up on you. So I think it's just one of those ones where it's wait and see. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, everybody said he was a third rounder. Well, we'll see when he steps on this field, you know, and then at the end of the day, if he come on here looking like a first rounder, it's gonna be I told you so. If he come on here looking like a third rounder, we're gonna say we told you so. So exactly. You know, I, th- I think I think he's one of those ones that we gotta find out because when you talk about corners from Ohio State, you don't mention him. You know, just because the other one Jeff was getting Akuda. so much so so much attention. So he's one of those guys to where you really have to be an evaluator like Gruden, like Mayock. That's gonna say, okay, shoot. They all talking about that guy over there, but this dude over here keep making the plays because they targeting him a thousand times. So, you know, we think this kid's underrated. And that's where coaches fall in love with guys and say, hey, he's our guy. A lot of people might not be talking, talking about him, but he's our guy. What I thought was awesome was that he was actually going to enter the draft his junior year after his junior season. But Hall of Famer, your guy, Chris Carter. 
I don't know if he's your guy. I just said that. Talked him, <laughs> talk him into staying and said it was gonna. It's gonna serve you well to come back for your senior year. And well, hello, it all paid off. He ends up being a freaking first round draft pick. Mm-hmm. Now Arnett, he ran a four five six forty at the combine. And as you mentioned, you know the report card on him is that he's he's very physical. Um, a lot of people say that he's great at press coverage. Now mm-hmm. we know <laughs> the Raiders need a great cover quarter, and I think that hopefully. It will translate into the pros, and hopefully he's that guy and will play opposite Trayvon Mullen. But I think it, Mike Mayock knows what he's doing, so I always say, in Mayock we trust. I'm going to trust his evaluation on him. And I think that we're just being extra critical when we're saying, um, you reached because everybody else had him in the second or third round. I think we're being extra critical because of what happened last year at four with Cleveland Farrell. But not only that, I think a lot of people, especially when this draft comes, they want the guy with the big numbers and the guy that's called getting getting all the praise and all that type stuff. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's making all the noise and all that. Oh, my goodness. You see his vertical. Did you see his 40? Did you see? All? You know, they so worried about seeing those guys go. And I, what I do love about Mayock and them is we find the football players. True. You know what I'm saying? We not we not worry about finding no, you know, uh strong man competition player or you know, the fastest man in the world competition player. We are finding football players. And yes, Henry Ruggs is fast, but when you turn on his tape, he's a fast football player. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you turn on Buddy Tate from Ohio State, he's a fast football player. So yeah, he might run four six. He might do those things. But if you turn on his tape, show me when he got BD. It's called being a football player, yeah. being smart, understanding the game, and playing football, not just about speed. Richard Sherman ran 4-5. Yeah. You know, it's a lot, it's a lot of them that you could talk about that one fast red 4-5, and they don't ever get beat deep. It's called being a football player and football speed. So I like them attacking football players, man, because that's how you build your football team. The, the thing that was interesting is that, you know, how uh, Mayock always says they want high-character guys. The one knock on him, though, is him – having character concerns. He's been labeled as immature, has a bad attitude. Maybe that was just college because I feel like if anybody's going to whip him into shape (laughs) and kind of keep him aligned, it'll be a John Gruden and a Mike Mayock. So hopefully we don't see any of those character issues filter in in Las Vegas. Um, Any final words, James? (laughs) My final words is I'm excited. I'm I'm very excited to see what Henry Ruggs is going to do. Obviously, I'm an offensive player, so I'm always going to ride with the offensive side of the ball first. But I'm excited to see what Derek Carr and how the Raiders are going to use uh, Henry Ruggs. But I think this is going to be exciting because you got a big-time O-line, big-time running back, and now you got a big-time speedster on the outside to open everything up. This is this is a good start to getting our Ferrari. Now we open this thing up in the second round. It's still a lot of good receivers out there mm. that they can touch and get in the second round, especially good physical route runners, too. So we'll see what happens. But I'm excited. I got excited today to see that the Raiders added two good football players. Yes, I agree. So the Raiders stand pat at both picks. They did not get into the second round. I thought they were going to trade back that 19th pick, but they wanted to get their guy Arnett, and they did. Um, but we'll see if they, you know, trade up and get into the second round tomorrow, as you mentioned. If not, they're still in good shape, James. They have three third-round picks at 80, 81, and 91 overall. Um, and then they have a fourth-round and a fifth-round pick. So I'm excited to see what they do. All I know, despite my mixed feelings that I had, the Raiders roster just got better. So that's all you can ask for. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of Keeping It 300. I hope you enjoyed the show. 
Till next time, for James, I'm Fallon. We out. Peace.